What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. I am your host, Tommy Buns, here as always with Sully and Jones. It is a great week. It's the beginning of May. This weather's getting better. It's great. NBA playoffs are here, but Paul Pierce ruined everything for me the moment he said it's over after game one. Because since then, the Celtics have looked nothing like they looked in game one. They are pretty embarrassing honestly out there they're taking some bad losses and their series is in season is pretty much over i don't they're not going to come back and win three straight against this bucks team so three straight they're not going to win one straight yeah no exactly they can't win a game there they won that first game and then we we oh. had it we had it right right off the bat tom before you yeah. had chip it was bucks and five bucks and five we did have it right i changed my mind i said you know what after seeing that it could go seven, nah, but... chill, homie. Celtics in six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pierce is... I, I don't. I honestly don't know how he, like, has held the position he has for as long as he has. He has a good position. I know. Yeah. He's got, like... I want like, that he has, In terms of, like, NBA coverage, it's a top five position. Yeah, he's went there with Michelle Beadle and Chauncey. Dude, Cha- Chauncey's, like... Chauncey just, like, scowls at him and just, like... Chauncey and Jalen are great. Him. He's just, like, what is... Yeah, I like Jalen a lot. And he's just like, I don't know. It, 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 it sounds like he's never played the game when he talks about it. Like, <laughs> and he's just, it's so weird for like a, a player who is so, so do, like a future Hall of Famer to just not know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, and the bias just doesn't help it. But still, he's just, it's just so elementary, his level of analysis. Yeah, that's yeah, the, that's the really problem. It's just like he, he's not bringing anything to the table. Say, like this entire playoffs is saying to is to attempt to get to Kevin Durant is get him in foul trouble. That's probably the smartest thing I heard him say, which has been very difficult. Yeah, thanks. My fucking yeah. little league coach told me that too. Yeah. Oh, you mean you mean getting the other player out of the, the guy game? That's really is the good. Easiest way to attack beat him. him on attack him on defense. Yeah, he's also a good defender, so he probably won't have luck with that. <laughs> that is true. Um, yeah, so the Celtics, that series is a wrap. So Bucks on to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Kyrie is gone. Kyrie out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's whatever at this point. See, so the, we'll the, Nets, the Nets opened up as the favorites. Slight For favorites. Kyrie? Slight favorites over Kyrie. I mean, over I the Knicks, sorry. I could see that. I think someone goes to the Nets. Well, I, I guess it... Because D'Angelo Russell is a free agent, or he's a restricted, restricted free agent. Restricted free agent. But they could let him walk. I mean, they're going to let him walk for $13 million less than Kyrie? Well, I, I think someone's going to throw a ton of money at D'Angelo Russell. I think... I well, think someone's going to give him the someone's gonna give him the max, which is like $18 million for him. It's $18 which, million for him only? 18 and change, yeah. The, the Nets have room to or 19 and, and change. still sign a max deal. Yes, correct. So they could. They, I think the Nets are just going to give him whatever they need to give him, and then but they're going to bring they someone else. They would never sign both. That's the thing. Why not? Because they have other needs. They have. They need a big man. They need they a need, forward. Why would they? Because yeah. they got Dinwiddie. Yeah, they have true. Levert. They have a bunch of guards. And yeah, they need another. They, they need help so. up front, and they need another scoring wing. They need a wing that can create his own shot. Because they Kyrie and really don't have that right ball. now. They both love having the ball in their hands. Yeah, this is. True. I mean, I they could. They, they, they really need like a a three or a four. There's a path to for the Nets to get to two max contracts or close to it, but they'd have to they'd have to renounce Russell's rights immediately, making him and and Rondé Hollis Jefferson making them both unrestricted free agents, taking away the restricted part, so that you run the risk of not being able to match if if you're if you swing and miss on two free agents. And right. and they also have to trade Alan Crabb, which is a terrible contract. Granted, he's going into the last year of his deal, so it, it's not the worst. It, it, they could probably find a suitor, but at the same time, like 
there aren't many teams as there used to be willing to take on that bad contract to pair it with you know another first round pick or you know a late first round pick or whatever. Um, they'd probably have to give up a first to even get it in the conversation. They, luckily, the Nets do have two first round picks this year, um, but they're, neither of them are great. They have their own, and they have the Nuggets, which is going to be like twenty eighth or something, twenty ninth. <laughs> so it's not like you know they have really that much to offer. Um, I think they keep Russell and they go after, I, I think they go after Tobias or, or Jimmy. Yeah, Tobias. Um, cause I really think that's what, that's what they should do. Um, I Jim, think it's, yeah, Jimmy would probably be good for them too. Yeah. And while I, player, it, they, they definitely struggle defensively. It's no, it's no secret. I mean, Philly was putting up what a buck, uh, a buck 30 on them. Some nights a buck. I think, no, they, they put up 50 on them one quarter, 51, I think. Yeah, I think I think Tobias and Jimmy are both should be their main targets. Um, they're realistic options. Uh, they've both obviously Tobias would want to be close to home, so he hasn't said it, but you know it's that's a logical assumption. Uh, Jimmy has straight up said he would like to play for the Nets. Um, the reason I'm not buying the Kyrie thing is because he he clearly wants to play with Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant doesn't want to play in New York. He wants to play for the Knicks. He wants to play in Madison Square Garden. He doesn't want to play in New York. He wants to play in Madison Square Garden. So yeah, I, I think it's I think it's I think Kyrie. It's either the uh, Knicks or the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. I think it's one of those two. I agree. And logically, the Knicks make a lot more sense for him because Durant's better and younger, and comes with less drama. Just just not as thick skinned as LeBron. Um, yeah. And we can't give we can't forget that Kyrie grew up a Knicks fan in the area. He grew up in northern New Jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Jimmy Jimmy might not be in. The, also, to your point, Jimmy might not be in the cards for the Knicks if things go their way. They're gonna go Kyrie Durant, and Jimmy might say, "I want to be, you know, in New York. I'll stay with a really good young up and coming Brooklyn team. Give them their three and D two way player." Yeah, no, I like that too. And I, I, one thing I think people aren't talking about is Kawhi's potential to go to New York. When he made his original list, the New York teams were on that list of when he wanted to be traded. And yeah, who was it? Clipper? It was it Clippers, Wolves. I can't remember. It was Clippers, Nets, Knicks, Wolves, and maybe Boston. I can't remember. I think Boston was in the yeah. conversation. Yeah, there was four or five teams, but I, I feel like it's just like it's. People are talking about it like it's Toronto or, or um, the Clippers. The Clippers, and I feel like you know either of the New York teams. I mean, I think the Knicks' clear plan is I think you know you know I'm in the camp of it's already set in stone as as Kyrie and KD. But I, I think that's a I think him to one of the New York teams, Kyrie or Kawhi, that is is Kyrie. is being overstated um, as a possibility. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Kyrie's definitely gone. I think Kawhi either, yeah, I think he either stays in Toronto or goes. Depends to LA. how far Toronto. I, don't I mean, think... he hasn't had much help at all at Toronto, which doesn't help their case. But if they get it together and make it to the finals, I can't really see him leaving. Yeah, yeah. They, Woj did report today that Kawhi is, you know, as as long as as short as a month ago, the Raptors weren't really a possibility, and now they are. Yeah, I mean, they're they're in the thick of things right now. They're looking good. Granted, I would I would be stunned if they if they if he stayed. They I think they would have to win a title or get very close, like six well, or see, seven yeah, it games. Depends. If they lose in this round, they're they're done. They're they're out of it. Yeah. Um, if they lose in this round, I think they should blow it up. I think they should trade Lowry. I think they should. Obviously, Kawhi's going to walk. Um, no one's going to take Lowry's contract though. You got to build around Siak. Phoenix will take it if they don't get it. Morant. I'll tell you that immediately. Phoenix will welcome him with open arms. They're so desperate for a point guard, they'll give a first-round pick, too. I don't know. I just think Toronto's got a... It's the same, you know, it's insanity definition of it if you you keep going with this squad. The East surely isn't getting any worse next year. So, I don't know. You gotta gotta kind of face face facts. Um, Yeah. How about the Rockets-Warriors series? Rockets managed to get one last night. Close win there. I think they won 112-108. All close games, all very yeah. good games. Unlike last year, where we there was so much hype last year about the series, and it really underwhelmed. Yeah, really underwhelmed. Uh, 
aside from a game or two, really. This, I don't think any game has been uh, decided by more than double digits. I mean, the, yeah. the Rockets are up 17 at one point, 15. You think it's over, and then they come back, and it's just vice versa. It's like the, these teams not playing as good as they can on the road, and then they're still in it, and they end up losing. Um, I, I mean, I'm not shocked the Rockets tied it, though. I mean, I've been pretty high on the Rockets quietly this year. Uh, quietly, I think they've just flown under the radar, and they've PJ Tucker so important for them. Um, Harden is playing great the last couple games. See if he can uh, carry that over into uh, Game Five. But I mean, I expect this game. I expect this to go seven games for sure. I don't. I, don't, I can't see anyone thinking it goes six. Yeah, no Steve. one's winning. I don't think anyone's winning two games in a row. To be honest with you. I think I think whoever I think wins the, game the, five. I think wins the only game. situation where where it's it's realistically, I mean, it is possible either way. But if 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 the Warriors win this, I mean, if the Rockets win this next game, I know what's going to happen. It's going to be say they're going to people want to say they were down three two last last year, but they didn't have Chris Paul, and they're going to say, well, they're not going to lose four in a row. But people said they were going to lose two in a row, and now people are going to say they're not going to lose three in a row. If they lose three in a row, and Clay still doesn't have a shot, then uh, abandoned ship. I mean, there could yeah. be fireworks after the game, and it could be uh, it, they could lose four in a row. I'm I, just with with game six at home. I don't think it's all that likely they lose tomorrow, but I think it's with all these games they're so close. I, I mean, can't give more than a sixty percent chance for each team. Although each home team is one, um, it's not like they're in in blowing out fashion they're all competitive game, teams, yeah so. game game two was the only one that you really felt like comfortable about the whole way uh, yeah um, and, and Arden missed a, a quarter and a half of that and he, and he really didn't even he was literally couldn't see yeah and they only won that game by six yeah, yeah. that was, that was the biggest win it, was, the, it was it was yeah. very comparable to last night's game last night i like turned it i like turned it off or i went in the other room and it, they were down 12 and like i get it i'm looking they're down three i'm like what the fuck happened in like 40 seconds Mm-hmm. <laughs> With four minutes to go, they were up ten off of PJ Tucker steal and dunk, and then yeah, then you know Harden got complacent. You know a lot of the shots that he took that were going weren't going. Longer three pointers, um, like tired legs. Dude, I was watching Jalen and Jacoby did a shout out my man David Jacoby. He, uh, they did a, a segment today. Boy, Dave. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. We drink together on occasion. Um, but he, once. Yeah, once occasionally one time that that did happen <laughs> um but they did a segment today about Harden like throughout this series how he just he's fucking useless when he doesn't have the ball like he doesn't move they had like minutes of game footage he doesn't move he wasn't even on like the right side of the court for like 10 of the clips yeah and it's just like what do you like what a selfish piece of shit like the it's guy it's a little similar to LeBron he yeah, but he shoots. At least LeBron is kind of like directing shit, or like yeah, you know, LeBron's a little more in there. Yeah, but um, I mean, Harden definitely has a right to 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 get his rest, but he needs to just look like more of a threat. He just needs to. It, it's like he just needs to. He need even if it's a, like uh, pretend like you're get getting a corner, getting a wing, and like just crouch crouch down, like get the ball or something. Yeah, it's it's just like we wonder why he has no like there are no assists on any of his points. Like that's why because he doesn't fucking make himself available if he doesn't start to play with the ball. It's kind of like it's kind of like in the NFL when they do the wildcat and the quarterback. Like you have Jay Cutler out out wide, not to shit on Jay Cutler, but you have a quarterback out wide and he just doesn't even like like Jay Cutler is just not even la- and like he's just not even lined up. His hands aren't even up at the line of scrimmage, and it's like we just don't even have to cover Jay Cutler like. We know he's not, he's no threat, and he's not even trying. Yeah. Obviously, Harden's more talented, um, but like, as a shooter than Cutler as a receiver. But it's like you just need to put on a, a facade that, you know, maybe you could get the ball. So then they can't, uh, you know, they can't leak over and double team Chris Paul, who doesn't look great. Chris Paul doesn't look great. He's not the player he once was. No, I mean, does he know? Does James Harden know that other people can pass in the ball and he can shoot? Like, is, does he understand that's a that's a thing that's allowed? It doesn't seem like it, because I mean, what was the streak? It was like something like dozens of games he had gone without anyone assisting, yeah, yeah. assisting like, to him. It was like a hundred something. Uh, possess- it was like a 
It was when he was on that uh, rampant 40, 50 points, uh, points a game thing. Yeah, he went like 10 games without anyone having an assist to him. Yeah. Which is like, it's preposterous. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're Especially when you're putting up 40 fucking points a night. Like, I understand if you're some role player dropping, you know, 12 a night who's playing 15 minutes, 20 minutes, but like, you, you shoot more, you're than anyone in NBA history. You have the highest usage rate of anyone in NBA history. You dribble more than anyone in NBA history, but you can't get a single assist to you? It was just it's mind-blowing. I think that was such a... I thought that was... People were like, oh, that's such an incredible stat. I'm like, yeah, that's no. that looks incredibly bad for James Harden. Like, that's one of the worst things I want to hear about my star player. It just shows his lack of involvement in, in, if, in anything that doesn't benefit him directly. Do you guys? Who do you guys think wins that series? Though you think the Rockets pull it off this year? Oh, I'm really torn, honestly. Objectively speaking, uh, it, tough. I think the winner of Game Five wins it. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the winner of Game Five. It's eighty-four uh, percent. Um, the statistics say the winner of Game Four, Five, excuse me, wins it eighty-four percent of the time. So those are statistics that bode well for that. Plus, it's just the home cooking. I mean, it's. The shooters are going to be better at home, um, so I, I do I do think who's got, if it's a game seven in um, Oracle, I can't see and one of the last big games in Oracle, I can't really see them losing it, but I wouldn't count them out. Yeah, let's remember game seven last year. Although it was in Houston, they went oh of twenty seven for three at one point. Chris Paul didn't play. It, it, very crazy things to happen, um, and they were still within five six in the second half. So. It, 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 it every game is you got to take it seriously and it's going to be I, I think it'll be close every game i don't think we're gonna have 10 12 point wins even yeah i think i think the warriors having the two home games is is why i'm going with them um but i'd be i'd be frightened if it was the other way around i'd be i'd be worried for the warriors yeah yeah definitely i'd oh. say like 60 40 warriors that's what i'll say i'll, I'll give them a 60 percent chance to win i'll go 65 yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's 62 and a half. There he is. <laughs> um, how about the Trailblazers and the Nuggets? That was a crazy game this weekend. Ooh, Ooh I saw the whole, I, I, my favorite series. Favorite series. Yeah, that's it's that's probably the best series four, in the playoffs. Four so overtimes. Far. I, I lost my mind watching this game. Like literally, every time someone hit a dagger, you're like, "Oh, this is over." And then so CJ McCollum just comes down, or Paul Millsap comes down, and. And they just kept answering and answering, and oh, that game was exhausting to watch. You're talking about uh, the Joker playing 65 minutes as a big man. It was just both teams are just. I'm not a guy that's like give the everyone a pat on the back for that, but like NBA players playing. There was like five guys playing over 60 minutes. There was like seven guys over 50 minutes. Um, Cantor has a separated shoulder. He played like 56. Uh, like everyone in that game should be like, like I don't want to say happy, but like just like good fucking shit for you. Like they literally played a game and a half, and it's not baseball where it's like you're sitting in the field for fucking fifteen minutes picking grass. Like you're literally like these guys. They those teams were competing their ass off. Jamal Murray hitting daggers. It was just Jamal Murray, my guy, shit, showing up the, in the playoffs. I'm loving. Yeah. I'm loving Murray. I, oh yeah, he's he's playing really good, but they lost the game actually because Terry Stotts took out Maurice Harkless because he was cramping up, and Rodney Hood abused Murray in the post. Yeah, two consecutive plays, and then Mur- and then Hood won- hit the game winning three off a, a weak side rebound kicked out to him. Yeah, Denver's Denver's gonna be like offensively, the- he's really budding. Yeah, I mean, and really. what is he? Twenty? Twenty one? Nah, he's he's older than that. I think he's. Oh, this is his second year, third year in the league, and he came in when he was 19, so 21, 22? 22, at least. He can't be more than 22. Hmm. Let's see. It's cool, you know, he was taken with a pick. Yeah. He was taken with the pick the Knicks traded to the Nuggets. Jamal Murray is 22. He's freshly 22. He was born in 1997. Jesus yeah, Christ. Makes me feel so old. Yeah, that's wild. I feel old. There, it's like I feel like when you get to the point where you're above the age of like dom- dominant collegiate athletes, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. 
Yeah, and then when you see them in the pros, you're like, oh, wait. Like, I think of Jason Tatum all the time. I'm like, that kid's like three years younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He can barely drink. Literally, I don't even think he can. What's the protocol on that? Like, especially in today's day and age with, like, so many, you know, cameras and cell phones and shit. Like, are you really going to, like, tell Jason Tatum he can't come in the club? But, like... I don't think so. You know? Like, how does that work? What's the what's the protocol there? I mean, like, it's like Bieber. Like, Bieber was, like, the biggest superstar on the planet. He was, like, 17. Like, and he's... He can't drink, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and then he turned it to be kind of crazy when he could start drinking. Yeah. These are the idiotic things I think about. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, so, we have uh, Game 5 tonight um, in Denver, Mile High City. I think Denver probably takes it. Honestly, I think I think Portland wins it tonight. I think I think we have a gutty performance from Cantor. I think Lillard finally gets off. I know Denver's so good at home, but I I don't know. I just have a feeling Portland's going to win this series. Uh, yeah, I, I can see. It would be impressive if they are. I mean, do you like? Do you like? Uh, I mean, who do you like? Do you like which team do you like more against the Warriors? Because they both had success against the Warriors. Who do I like? I, I didn't hear you. Who do you like against the Warriors more? Who do I think is the better matchup? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's Portland for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think they're longer. I think guys like Harkless, Aminu, uh, uh, their length, uh, hood guy, bodies you can put on Durant, um, three and deep. They're kind of assembled like a Rockets with better ball movement, in my opinion. You got Lillard, who's a much better ball sharer. McCollum, who uh, I love his game. And he's improved his defense a lot. You know, you got to. I think Cantor's a better big than Capella. Um, Cantor's been playing great since Nurkic went down. Yeah, and I, I think like like I like like Capella can't really finish that strong. Like Cantor like finishes really well um, and and hits the boards. And he's playing injured, um, so I think they're kind of a better constructed. Um, I don't like that Capella contract. I I was you know no, I, I was, I was yeah. like against it from the get go, but it's just like I wouldn't have given him. 19 a year it's not yeah i mean it's just a lot i mean it's like one of those it's a lot yeah i don't that's the problem with like max contracts is like everyone thinks they deserve one and now it's like it gets to the point where it's like lose them or get a max contract and it's like you're not worth the max contract you're probably worth 14 to 15 a year (laughs) but but we can't afford to lose you so we got to give you 19 20 and it's just it, it happens with a lot of players these days and it's just it's it sucks because that's not how it should be yeah now i don't know did we talk about the sixers raptors who we think is going to win that we did. series who did we say was going to win we did not i'm saying but oh uh, we did not oh. I, I have a feeling we'd all say the raptors yeah yeah the phillies are Kawhi's on another planet right yeah Kawhi is the best player in the playoffs right now yeah um, Kawhi is the best player in the, on the playoffs right now and that's with Giannis and durant playing near peak which is scary yeah, I mean, also the the Sixers like they have so much on the line. They could be like the Warriors. They they could potentially see their team crumble. They could have all four people return if they made it to the finals, which they which probably would happen. Yeah, or, or could happen, or they could have two people return. Yeah. Um, Who do you think's yeah. more likely to stay, Jimmy or Tobias? Who's more likely to stay? Uh, I'll say Tobias. I agree. I agree. I think I Philly think, would I, probably choose that as well. I, I, I think it's more, I, and the way I say it is personality-wise, even though Jimmy's performed a lot better with the team lately and in the playoffs, he's been a huge contributor. I just think I think Tobias is the guy that's more content and just like doesn't really need to move around a lot. He's been traded around a little bit, a lot actually. Um, he's just like, he's just happy to be there and like wants to, he'll do what to fit in and Jimmy's the guy that really wants to like, you know, kind of pick his situation and the players he's with, whether it's LeBron or, you know, Kyrie or whoever. And, um, yeah, I think Jimmy's very likely gone. But I don't know. I, that that probably will go seven games, too. It could, it, it's probably the more likely to end in six. Like, if the Raptors, both teams are capable of winning on the road. But, like, Joel Embiid, like, every day it's like, oh, I have the flu, I have this, I have the stump. I have, like, I have a torn vagina we also like have to talk about if the like if they lose jimmy and tobias it the the process is like officially a failure 
They've got sure oh, they have Embiid sure. and, and Simmons, but like yeah, and especially because they they traded Landry Shamit, who's going to be a very good player. Yeah, I, I, mean, I just not don't reason. Obviously, the process is a failure, but you know you gave up a lot for Tobias Harris, and and you know Shamit would have been a really good young piece to have and build around them. I mean, and and obviously you had guys like Noel who was a bust, Okafer, like they had their fair, and obviously uh, Fultz like. They're shooting like forty percent. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's not good. I don't know if it's a failure because it's not over. Correct, but like these are the like you can't from now anyone acquired or done anything from now on is not part of the process. Like Joel Embiid and Simmons are part of the process. Like you can't yes. if you sign if these two guys walk out and you sign two new free agents or trade for two new guys next year in two years, that's not part of the process. The process was a well, failure the, and the, you had to fix it. The main still is, is part, for, part from the process, though. Correct, but, I mean, I just don't... I don't see... I mean, we, we know for a fact Embiid and Simmons alone are not good enough to win a, Am I title. the only one that thinks Brett Brown is an awful coach? Because I don't think he should be the coach. I'm not a huge fan of him either. I think yeah, he's a real he's big player's coach, though. I think, I think I, I can't people stand love him. Speaks also. I can't stand how he speaks. Tommy loves how he speaks. I I do love how he speaks. I it, it, and I didn't I don't even mean it in like a like it just I don't know it just it's so over the top to me like like he pronounces words like like wrongly like like what, it, what I don't know what he was, and, and when he called uh, that was James but that was James Butler the mature adult in the room like what are you saying bro and he goes dude my name my name is Jimmy my yeah. name oh yeah dude, Jimmy so Butler many memes from that. <laughs> Like he doesn't even, he even like, know his fucking players' names. <laughs> uh, but let's defend the wall. Let's let's defend the wall. We'll keep it. We'll keep it moving. A nice little half hour on the uh, NBA. Do we have two? Yes. Who wants to go first? I'll go. A. All right, Dave. After the Lakers hire Tyron Lue. He's going to bring him back to the playoffs. Um, all right. Um, sure, he'll be the head coach while they go back to the playoffs. Um, I don't know if I'd say it's on him, but, I mean, you know, Lou is – listen, Lou is, is in some level proven as much as you want to, you know, give the credit to LeBron or the team he walked into. Um, there were got plenty of guys that have coached LeBron and, and more talented teams than the 16 Cavs team and did not win a title. Um, so you have to give Teron Lue some type of credit and the fact that he was handpicked by LeBron. Um, and it looks like he's being handpicked by LeBron again. So if LeBron has some sort of faith in you or, or confidence in you, uh, whether that's you as a patsy or you as a, a great head coach, um, you, you have to at least put a little bit of respect on his name. Um, I think it's clear the West is going to get worse next year. A lot of the shift is power shift is going to go back to the East. Um, I don't think it. I think it'll be much more, clo- uh, much closer to an even distri- distribution of power next year, rather than a, he- a top-loaded Western Conference. Um, and I think that'll provide opportunities for for the Lakers, who they're not coming out of the free agency with with nothing. Um, they might not sign a free agent, but it, they'll get Anthony Davis. They'll they'll do something. They'll make a splash one way or another. Um, whatever that is, even if it's something, someone like Chris Middleton or a lower level free agent like that, like he's still good and he's still going to improve the team. The young guys are another year older. Uh, there won't be any of the bullshit distractions now that LeBron's got all his people set up in the, in the organization. Uh, so, I mean, I think, I think the, the road's set up for them and, and, uh, I, I would be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs next year. Very interesting. Thibodeau might be on that uh, coaching staff as well. Yeah, which is weird because I I feel like him and and Lou are very contrasting styles of coaches. I do, but it might. It might but it maybe might they're work. playing the yin and yang type thing. Yeah, it might. It might work because you know yeah. Thibodeau would hold LeBron accountable, or try to. Yeah. Also, like all the reports today are, LeBron's camp reached out to Thibodeau to gauge his interest in. The coaching job. So what? Don't ever tell me again that LeBron isn't the GM. Like literally, that was the report. Well, he's literally. He's always. When David Griffith was there, he was. I think he he had. That's the one like, guy. That's the one yeah, guy. That's the one. That's the one. 
that's one guy. But but now he's literally like the position is him because there's not a GM. Yeah. There's there's like he's always had control. Rick, Rich Paul he's is literally Rick, the guy. He's Rich Paul is running the Lakers off season. Yeah. <laughs> like they he's might get them whoever LeBron wants. That's yeah, I mean it's just like people like actually there are people that actually like shoot down that that like notion. They think it's like not true that LeBron doesn't have say in the coach and the GM or any of the moves made. It's just like how fucking naive do you have to be? And like now you're just I mean the report is literally that he's doing it. <laughs> Nobody cares at this point. Yeah, it's Nobody just cares. yeah, we're not even we're not even trying to hide it. It's just yeah, LeBron's LeBron's doing Magic's job now. Tommy, give me C. C. All right. The uh Sully. Keiko's gonna remain unsane. He's not playing baseball this year. All all year? All year. Right. Um, he's not budging on the price, he said. So yeah, his price is what is it? It's seventeen or eighteen million dollars. Yeah. I believe. Okay, so it even if you're a top ten pitcher in the league, you're not even worth that amount for less than half the season. Um, and although there's not less than half the season left, but no one's signing him until after June or when the deadline is to get rid of the compensatory pick. So um, you're talking about half a season for a uh, slightly above average pitcher who's inconsistent from year to year. It's not a JA half we're talking about when you're going to get three, five year, a 15 wins a year. I'm um, not going to walk a lot of guys. We're talking about Dallas Keuchel who could have a throws up. Great year, an awful year, oh so so year. You never know what to expect from Keuchel. He's no longer the dominant um, fastball. He's not throwing as hard as he once used to. Um, I don't. I, I can't see if he stays at that price. I don't think he will. But if he just stays at that price, no one's going to pay eighteen million for two three months of Dallas Keuchel. You got to be out of your fucking mind. You either can trade for someone for a, a low prospect like a. Whether a double A guy, someone in the middle to get a back end starter. At this point, he's he's a fourth starter on most teams. He's a fourth starter, a third starter on bad teams. Um, he just it's clear that these agents are just giving their players delusions of grandeur of how much they're worth, and and the analytic guys are saying, no, you're not worth that amount. We can put it on a piece of paper. We will tell you how much you're worth, and that's it. In war or whatever the metrics they use, whether you think it's right or not, that's what they're doing. And they have the leverage in it. And until the situation, until some sort of situation changes, this will be the foreseeable future of the next few years. So he's not getting 18 million for 12, 15 starts. No shot. No shot. Sully says Dave Beardy. What was that? Sorry. I couldn't hear you with the microphone. muted, Mr. Microphone. Yeah. B, Dave, the Twins are the team to beat in the AL Central. God damn it, D. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, sir. Um. All right. Um. I mean, I guess it's simple enough. The uh, they're they're the, probably the best team. <laughs> I mean that that's a pretty trashy division overall. Uh, the Royals are going to be probably the worst team in baseball, or one of the worst teams in baseball. Uh. White Sox probably aren't far behind. Um, Detroit's kind of the same way. It's just kind of a process of elimination for for them. Uh, Cleveland took a clear step back from their their days of contending. Uh, so Minnesota's actually, you know, they had a surprising year last year, and they uh, they they brought everyone back and and made some. They could, they I think just process of elimination. They they are they are by far the best team in that division. Um, and I don't see any reason they or anyone else or any, anyone's going to challenge them for that spot. That <laughs> yeah, was tough. Man. I, I love the tough. players Dave that was used. Super specific. <laughs> that was tough. Dave, Dave, give me one acquisition they made this offseason. Um, they cut Irving Santana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they got Nelson Cruz. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nelson Scope, Cruz. I remember CJ that Crone. now. I remember Nelson Cruz now. He's good. Yeah. He's very good. But Irving Santana's addition or subtraction or addition by subtraction. There you go. And Clevenger is on the out for a while, and Kluber yeah. got hit on the arm. Clevenger is my uh, best starter in fantasy. Tommy, your fantasy team, it's buns. It's buns. It's buns. It's buns. It's 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 It's buns
It shouldn't be though, dude. Bryce Harper. Dude, you must not Austin. set your lineup or something, because like your team isn't bad at all. Yeah. Like my, um, I don't like my team at all, and I'm normally in first. I'm in like third or fourth right now. I'm like two games behind. Yeah, dude. I don't really care for my team. My, my pitching is what kills me every week. But I made some moves. I made some moves. I picked up. Uh, well, I've had Hater, uh, John Lester. I Chris saw you Dale picked up. Um, to make some steps in the right direction. That'll be good. Caleb Smith. Yep. Right. And, and Luke Jackson, possibly closer for the uh, Braves. <laughs> yeah, and then um, Perez from the Twins. Oh yes, that was the that was the big one. Yeah, he's having a very, much better year. He was awful on the Rangers. Everyone everyone goes to die in the Rangers. Yeah, and once I get Clevenger back, I'll be good. Well, maybe not good. Not but good, you'll be, but better. It'll be better. <laughs> it'll be better. It'll be better. But yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Screw yeah. that. Just, but yeah, so I'll, got, I'll, I'll, I'm sorry. Let's. I'll give you. Give me D. Yeah, you got the last one. Oh, um, so they got. We're gonna talk a little football because you know we haven't mentioned really much football. We never talked about whether or not this uh, guy would have a chance next year. But Patrick Mahomes, he's going to repeat as the MVP, right? Oh, this isn't hard. Um, well, clearly, quarterback is who wins the MVP. We've seen it time and time again. These players, uh, whether it be an Antonio Brown, a Todd Gurley, someone who has an outstanding year, historic year, even at their position, they still are unable to compete with these quarterbacks in these pass-efficient offenses and this glorified pass off everyone throws it 60 65 percent um a game pretty much so look at all the quarterbacks right now the elite quarterbacks they're all aging aaron Rodgers is 35 and he can't stay healthy he's in the running for it but after that Drew Brees, he faded towards the end of the year the last six six games he wasn't himself tom brady clearly isn't himself although he's still a good quarterback he's not himself philip rivers is even older than him um i mean he's i mean well not older than brady he's what 37 all the pretty much a lot of the elite quarterbacks are Cam Newton is an elite, but he's who knows if he's even going to play this year. Um, it, it's kind of he's the guy. He's going to be the quarterback uh, with to do it. The only problem will be with Tyreek and Hill going to be there, and he's not going to be there probably. And he doesn't have Kareem Hunt. So if he can put up really really good numbers, maybe not amazing numbers. If he puts up forty five hundred yards, thirty five forty touchdowns with pretty much no one and the chiefs win the division 12 and 4 he'll probably be the mvp with how much talent they actually lost if he can still put up numbers with slight regression because we know regression will be there losing the ta- the speed of hunt and hill but if he puts up 4700 yards 40 touchdowns name the mvp and i think he will he's a gunslinger he's a brett better brett far with more athleticism whatever you want to call it i i think it's a good bet Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, moving on though, talk a little baseball maybe. Who uh who's been who's been the most disappointing team for you guys this season? Uh the Sox and the Mets. Yeah, I was just <laughs> say it's pretty hard to argue against Boston at this point. No, um, it's, it's Boston's coming back a little though, right? Yeah, the, until yesterday they were 7 out of their last 10. Yeah, um I mean, the Mets have been disappointing for me lately, but, I mean, we're still only three games below 500. Um, in the beginning of the year, I probably would have said the Cubs, but the Cubs are on fire lately. Um, they're first in the division. But um, maybe maybe the Indians, honestly. Even yeah. though they're 18 and 15, I mean, it's still respectable. People thought they were going to be World Series contenders. And it's clear to see they're not World Series contenders, regardless of if they win that division or not. Um, Clevenger and Kluber, you know, that'll make things better. But he, Kluber, Kluber, Kluber wasn't even pitching good. He had a 580 RA before. Um, before he, he's he's an older pitcher, 33-34. They lost, uh, who'd they lose? Their big, they lost Encarnacion. They lost Jay Bruce. They lost a lot of big bats. Their, their lineup is not impressive, so... I would say the Indians just based on their expectations of being with the Astros and the Yankees, and they're it, it's it's really the Astros and the Yankees when we're talking about those elite teams in the AL. I think. Yeah, now the Rays even. Yeah, the yeah the Rays too. The Rays are 
are going to be in that as well. I, I, they don't have the same type of firepower that the other two do, but they're surely going to be impressive. Their pitching has been unreal. They have the best run differential in the league. They've only yeah. allowed. They, they have so many runs. like just like underrated guys like Charlie Morton, Tyler Glass now, and Snell hasn't even been amazing the last couple starts. He's kind of he's kind of fumbled a little bit the last couple, but he's you know he's going to be have rebound have a great year. So uh, and then the bullpen, the starter is really working out wonders for them. Yeah, their runs allowed. They have allowed twenty less runs than the next closest team. That's insane. Let me see. Yeah. One hundred and four runs. And 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 the Orioles in the division have allowed twice the amount of runs. Two hundred and eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the not- Red Sox, one hundred seventy nine. Their run differential is only minus three. They're two games below 500. Yeah, they're climbing do you, do back. you still think it's over, Tom? Uh, this stretch, this last ten games gave me some hope. I I mean, then they lose again yesterday to Baltimore, though. So, I don't really know. I still don't know. I mean, it's definitely more hopeful than it was a week ago. They're four games back of the Yankees. Who they won, depleted. like, four games in a row at one point. right? No, they won three games, lost the game, won three games. And they swept two series. Price is on the DL. Yeah, 10 days, right? Yeah. Um, but honestly, their bullpen has been better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I mean... There's a bright spot in that. I can't even believe I'm saying that. It's like Brazer, Workman. Um, who's the other guy I'm thinking about back end? Uh, Thornburg. Thornburg, no, there's one, there's one other guy, though. Tyler, let me blow a fucking four-run lead Thornburg. No, not him, not him. Love that guy. Who, who are the who are the who's the eighth inning guy? Brazier's the closer, and then I can't think of his name. Not Workman. No, he was on the team last year. Barnes. 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 They've been good. Yeah, they've been good. Those three guys. They're when they're able to use them effectively. Yeah. So like they they're all like two threes in their ERAs. So I mean. Oh, no, I saw they're they're off to a good start today. I saw JD Martinez hit a two run shot. Yeah, um, yeah, they're they're oh, it's three three now actually. Yikes! <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> we haven't beat the Orioles yet this year. I don't think. Who, who's your uh, surprise team so far? I think the um, I was just looking at. Hold on, the um, probably the Twins. Or I'm surprised the Phillies are playing as well as they are. I know their top half of their lineups pretty stacked, but I mean they're like they're they're pretty good. They're only four games above 500, but I mean I didn't think it was going to come together at all. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're kind of where I thought I, they would be, but yeah, they don't have a lot of great pitchers really. They black pitching. Um, I I think for me it's the Diamondbacks. Yeah, five games above 500, losing AJ Pollock, losing Paul Goldschmidt, losing their closer Brad Boxberger, who struggled down the stretch. Um, you know, they, they, I mean, they lost a lot. Kettle Marte is having an amazing year for them. Uh, this kid, um, what's his name? Christian Walker is hitting bombs. He's got like nine, I think nine, ho- nine or ten home runs, replacing Paul Goldschmidt admirably. Um, they're only two games behind the Dodgers. I think the Diamondbacks. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're they're my surprise team thus far. They're they're really Luke Weaver's having a really good year. Zach Greinke's rebounding from a tough start, and Greg Holland is returned from the dead as the closer for them. So, what about you, Dave? Biggest surprise? Yeah. I mean, given the situation they've been put in, I, I got to say the He's Yankees. Go the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, I knew it. There's literally an all-star team on our on our injured reserve, our injured list. I mean, um, you know, disabled list. I'm going. I like disabled list better. I like old times better. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's just like the fact that we're winning any games is incredible. Let alone a lot of games. Let alone improving our record. Um, I was just hoping to stay around 500 until we got at least some of them back, and they're they're winning ball games. I think we're six or seven games over 500 now. Um, 
and you know it's they're, they're playing well. I mean, you got to give credit to Cashman for acquiring a lot of that depth in the off season. Um, and you know we can only hope the guys get back, but I, I think you have to be impressed with what those backups have done because I mean, if if you look at our in our injured lineup, it's literally what our opening day lineup should have been if there were no injuries. Yeah, yeah you guys have been gotten screwed with injuries, like. I've never honestly any seen anything like it. It's like comical at this point. I think there was 16, 15 or 16 people on the injured list the other day when Paxton went on. And it's just like I don't even know how I don't even know how they're fielding a team. Like I don't even know we had that many players available in AAA. Yeah, they got Urshel was playing amazing. That guy's playing really good. Diego Harmon is looking like an ace. Yeah. Um this kid was this, what is it, Estrada, the shortstop? Yeah, he, he homered the other good. night. Talkman isn't good, but he, he has some clutch hits. Um, yeah. They signed Maven. That was a very good signing, low-risk, medium reward. Yeah, it was a trade. But obviously, oh, trade? I don't think they gave up much for him. Oh, uh, yeah, cash considerations. Um, yeah, I mean, their schedules was... was the, the AL is so bad this year, it really is. I really set up going into the year, like... The AL, I just think is I'm minus the top couple teams. I think they're just like the whole AL Central's trash. The Rangers are, are bad. I I don't I don't think the A's are good this year. Like there's just like I'm so low on the AL this year. All bias aside, like Toronto's bad, Baltimore's bad, Boston's been bad. Like the teams I take seriously: Tampa Bay, the Yankees, Minnesota, Cleveland, Houston, and Seattle for the first half, half of the year. Yeah, and who knows how long Seattle will last. What was that? And who knows how long Seattle will last? Yeah, they've been crumbling lately. But you look at the you look at the National League, it's crazy. Like, like the I know Nationals aren't good. They have a lot of injuries right now. But all four of those teams are competitive or solid. The Marlins are bad, and then you go to the the NL Central. All teams are above by 500 minus the Reds, who are who just got Nick Senzel back, their top prospect, and Scooter Gannett. They're going to get back, and then. And then the Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Padres—they're all well above 500. The Rockies are 16 and 19, but I think I think they're better than their record shows. I think the Giants, Reds, and Marlins are bad. Everyone else is competitive. Yeah, it's crazy. Like normally we're used to like the AL being dominant. Um, although the the NL was a little deeper last year, the AL had the top three or four dominant teams. But this year, I mean, like the Dodgers, the the Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals, even, and who knows that at least. I mean, they're probably gonna they're probably gonna knock the shit out of each other. That's probably what's gonna happen. Like none of none of the teams really have great records. Phillies will probably win it, but like they'll all probably be between eighty to eighty eight wins. I don't think any dominant team will come out of there. Yeah, no, it's gonna be tough. To, I mean, even last year you saw there was no dominant team that came out of there too. Yeah, no, but I just think it's more. I think the Mets are going to be more competitive this year. Um, I think the although the Nationals, the Nationals is just tough to grade them right now because they have they have Soto out, they have uh, Trey Turner out, they have someone else really important out. Um, they just have a lot of injuries right now. I think I think they'll rebound, but, but yes, they should be better than an eighty win team. But who knows? It's still early. As I say, it's a long season. Yeah, I thought there was more to that saying. That's why I waited. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just it's just my nasal. Oh, well, uh, no, it, well there is technically. I guess it's a long. Don't worry, it's a long season. You know, the Mets will be back in it. But I mean, well, I'm so I'm I'm really. We're we're three game. Pitches great last night. Degrom, it's always the same. He pitches great, and he just doesn't win. We've had such a tough stretch. It's tough. We've had like, we we just. We play the Padres before that. It was the Brewers, then Reds, then Brewers, then uh, Phillies, Braves, Phillies. It's just like we're always playing and Cardinals thrown in there. It's just like, like I said, nationally, there's no easy wins. So I just, I'm not doing my whole long season spiel. I, 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 it's just, they need to figure it the fuck out. Figure it the fuck out, he says. Um, have you guys watched any of this playoff hockey? 
Honestly, I really, really haven't been watching a ton of it, and uh, shame on me because playoff hockey has been—it's been great. I hear. Missing some good games, yeah. yeah minus the Islanders series. Sorry. Minus the Islanders series, that was trash. Yeah, that was bad. But the uh, yeah, no, every other series has been so good. Colorado, San Jose, Game Seven, uh, tomorrow, I believe. Uh, Bruins one and six. It's crazy that the uh, both the all the top seeds lost in the first round. Yeah, yeah, one of them got swept. Really shows the uh, parity in hockey and how really it's just like, yeah, Tampa Bay had a historic season, right? They had a historic season. Yeah, done, and, done uh, in four games. They, they got swept by the Blue Jackets. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah, that's why playoff hockey is the best. Yeah, I really I really do need to get into it more. I mean, I definitely keep updated on, on the scores. And so, who do you like in the uh, in the game seven, though, Tom? You like the Sharks or you like the... Uh, Oh, it's going to be tough. I mean, they're in San Jose, which is going to be big. Um, I'm rooting for Colorado because of my uh, my boy Kale McCarr on the team. Ooh, but, uh, boys. Yeah. You and Kale uh, McCarr and, and David and Jonesy and Jacoby. We're, just, we're, just, we're making those connections. Yeah. The uh, – but yeah, room for them. But I don't know. San Jose might win. <laughs> San yeah, Jose. It's crazy because really... two, two, three years ago they are historically bad. The Avalanche. Yeah. They were so bad. They were like what forty points bad. Yeah, it's no, kind of it's kinda in, uh... cool. I must say, I like that about hockey that you can like really from year to year you don't know how good a team will be. Yeah, teams can surprise you and come out of like, nowhere. They, they really can. It's crazy. Like, like, like we knew the Suns would be awful this year, and like. And it's like out of nowhere, the Avalanche are just like, yep, they're they're really good. Yeah, and then the Stars and the Blues are playing tonight in Game Seven. It's one-one right now, almost at the end of the first period. I think the Stars might win that game, but a Blues, a Blues in the Eastern Conference Finals would be, or Western Conference Finals, sorry, would be good. I like the Blues. I don't know. I just like, I like, I like, I like the symbol. I like the like the name. I don't know. Do they yeah. still have a? Who do they? I think I know someone on them. Oshi, TJ Oshi. No, he plays for the Capitals now. Oh, I suck. <laughs> he broke his Did he ever play for the Blues? Playoffs. Yeah, like years ago. Are you sure? <laughs> pretty, yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he's been on the Capitals for years. Who, who? Damn, I really haven't. Um, but yeah, and then the Bruins, man. I don't know. They could do it. They could definitely do it. Their path got a lot easier once Columbus knocked out Tampa Bay. And then now, I mean, Carolina's good, but I think they can do it. I'm excited for the fucking Stanley Cup. It's a, it's always a great, great playoffs every year. Yeah, it's always, it never, like, there's never usually a sweep. It's always, like, six or seven games. It's fantastic. But, yeah, I have some... Trivia questions for you guys. Ooh, Ooh. yes, let's go. Oh. All right. Who was the winner of the 2013 Kentucky Derby? Oh, 2013, I was there. Fucking, oh, that's all, David. Um, Dude, I, I couldn't even tell you the... Mm, uh, mind that bird. No. Kentucky Derby. Oh, sorry. I meant 2014. Sorry, Dave. Oh, California Chrome. Yes. That yes. was just like not fair. That was, <laughs> was mine. That bird 2013. Um, I think he was. If it was, fuck you. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. Mine that bird. Uh. 2009. He was oh, that far oh. back? Yeah, and he Damn. was 50 to 1 odds. Yeah. It was Orb. Orb, yes. Yes, I remember that now. You get that one wrong, Dave. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, California right. Chrome is easy. He was a sensation. In 1994, this team became the first NBA team to upset a number one seed as an eight seed in the playoffs. Dallas Mavericks. Oh, no. Um, fuck. Houston Rockets. No. Oh, they are, fuck, that's the, they were good that year. Um, 94 had to have I was been, one then, so. Had to have been the, an Eastern Conference team because the West won that year. 
Was it West or Eastern? No, it was a Western Conference. I thought it was Western. Were the Rockets not the one seed that year? No, who was the team? The eight seed. The eight seed. Hmm. I've, like, known this because the Knicks were the second team ever to do it. Um. The 94. The Spurs? Nope. Phoenix? I nope. said that. Um, maybe the... Who was mediocre then? The Warriors? No. No, they did it much later. Yeah, they were 07, I think. Um, I'm naming tons of teams that did it. The Mavericks, the, War- the only Warriors. Three, only three teams have done it. The Knicks, the Warriors, and... Wasn't the, the Mavericks never did it? Or the Mavericks got upset? The Mavericks got... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Mavericks got upset by the Warriors. By the Warriors, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, um okay, uh, uh the uh, not the Lakers. The Trailblazers? Nope. The Seattle what? Supersonics. No. Damn it. That was the team who got beat. Sacramento Kings. No. No one deserves this regardless if we're just guessing teams. It yeah. is the Denver Nuggets. Ah. I wouldn't have got that. I thought, Damn, that's a good question. Yeah. I really... That's something... I don't think most NBA analysts would get. The Knicks nope. are the only Maybe eight Paul seed Pierce to... Maybe get that, right? Yeah, well, it'd be <laughs> the first thing he got, right? But the Knicks are the old... The 99 Knicks are the only ones to make the NBA Finals. As an eight seed. Damn, the Denver Nuggets. So, last year today, this Seattle Mariner tossed a no-hitter against the Blue Jays. Uh, Paxton. Fuck. Yes. God damn it. I thought about saying the first thing. I'm like, no, this fucker would definitely get it out. He's a Yankee now. <laughs> in ni- 1984, these two teams played a 25-inning baseball game. Two NL teams. Sorry, one AL, one NL team. Cardinals? No. Red Sox? Nope. So one's from the AL Central, one's from the NL Central. White Sox? White Sox, Cubs. Close. White, White Sox, Sox, Cardinals. Close. White no. Sox, uh, Pirates. No. White Sox, so the Astros. Astros they're there? Yeah. No. Well, who, uh, there's one so more the team. Brewers. Yeah. Yeah. White Sox, Brewers, huh? Yeah. We both yep. had the same thought that it was the trick question of the Astros. Yeah. Oh, in 2010, this Oakland A became the 19th pitcher to throw a perfect game. Barry Zito. No. Mark Mulder. No. Uh, Tim Hudson. Nope. I'm out. You're throwing them out there. Jesus, I just got ambushed. I, like, well, I, said, I said the only three great All Oakland right, A's um, pitchers. Oh, uh, oh Dallas I- Braden. Yes, Dallas Braden. Damn. Dallas Braden. Um, so here's one for you. In 1989, this Met this Met erred after 159 errorless games as a catcher. Mike Piazza. Oh, Gary Carter. What'd you no. say, to, uh, Sully? Yeah, Sully. Uh, mine's not right. <laughs> Sully, what'd you say? Gary Carter. No. No, Gary Carter retired in like 87, 89? Yeah. That's a weird time. We were not good then. That's really, honestly. Is, is he a very popular guy? I, I don't know. I, I assumed he caught 159 errorless games. I imagine Mets Because I think Gary Carter was at the end of his run, RIP, but uh, he was at the end of his run, no pun intended, Um, like I think 87 or 88 he retired. So that's. Yeah. I have no clue on this one, so. Sully doesn't know. We can just give us the answer. What's his name? Yeah, what's his name? Rick Cerrone. Yeah, never would have known that. I don't think anyone would have known that. Gary Cohen, the Mets broadcast, would have known that. But I. Here's one for you. In 1991, this Oakland A, or Jose Canseco, was seen leaving this person. Mark apartment. McGuire. No, he's seen leaving their apartment. A female. <laughs> Who is the female? Oh. Who was the female? Mark McGuire's wife. <laughs> um, this is 
shit time of year. This is why we didn't do this anymore. I don't know. Some fucking Playboy model. Madonna. Oh, that whore. Classic. That. Close. Technically, I was right. She was in Playboy. Okay. All right. Yeah, so All right. Thousand million other women. So was. So has been. Um. If you have, if you if you've never seen that spread, I don't recommend it. Jeannie Bus. No, Madonna. Oh. Jeannie Bus. Let's just say. Let's just say there are things included that you would not want to be included in modern times. Same with Jeannie Bus. Yeah. Maybe maybe you should rename her Jeannie Bush. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I think that's going to be it right there before this goes completely off the rails. Guys, it's been another good episode, another good week. As always, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. As always, follow us on all the socials for Bleach Fan, Bleach Bookie. Bleach Bookie is going to start putting picks out again this week. Took a week off. Had some stuff to do. You understand. It's okay. We're giving out winners. Bleach your fans posting the funniest stuff. Get out there. Get after it. We'll see you next week.